Folks, let me ask you, do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you just love to watch movies? The good ones, even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies as well. So much so that they dedicate every waking moment of their life to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From bumper stickers, you know those famous mommy bumper stickers you've seen all over Twitter? They're amazing. To hats devoted to the great M. Night Shyamalan, Super Yaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Supriyaki screen prints all of their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. Pretty nice if you ask me. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Anybody who listens to this podcast can take 10% off their next order with code SUPERSELTZER at checkout. That's the code SUPERSELTZER at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R. Y-A-K-I dot com. Superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And I know what you're wondering. What is Superyaki doing right now? They're doing a Bong Joon-ho collection with Karen Han for the recent release of her new book, Bong Joon-ho Dissident Cinema, coming up this April. Look forward to that. It's the Seltzer Cast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Seltzer Cast. We are in episode seven out of nine of Pure Madness. We're reaching the end, folks. We're getting there. And what better way to talk about San Pellegrino and Perrier, two classic sparkling waters, mineral waters, whatever you want to call them. And with my good friends, Antronique Caribbean and Peter Angelinas. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Good to be back. How's it going? How's it, how's everybody feeling? Doing great. It's good. Which cool. one of us is Perrier and which one of us is San Pellegrino? Just on our vibes. <laughs> Just based on our personalities? Yeah. I mean, well, that would be an Anto. Hmm. I don't know. You know, I, I'm gonna say Anto is San Pellegrino and you're Perrier, Peter. Interesting. I, I don't. I don't know why, but I feel yeah. like I aligned with San Pellegrino, but not necessarily the plain. Like I like those like little like foil cap like uh, flavored ones. Which I actually I don't think they do the foil cap anymore. I think they're only in like little uh, cans now. But you mean it, the flavored ones? Yeah. 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 Which mm, not necessarily seltzer drinks. No, not at all. I did want to take a, a quick Mementi uh, to talk about Mementi. So that's a good them. one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I love these things. Love so, them. yeah, it's a what flavor is that? San Pellegrino, what? It is lemon and raspberry. Cool. I, so I, I don't think I've ever one. tried that. That sounds good. Yeah, they have those like little um, flavored ones now. I love it. It tastes so fucking good. I um, I I love the flavored uh, San Pellegrino. It's a lot better than the San Pellegrino, like the regular one. But I do like the regular one. I, uh, we're getting too ahead of ourselves. Uh, <laughs> the the Clementine and Peach. I think I've had. I don't think I've had the lemon and raspberry. But is it good? Is it? It's tasty. Yeah. Oh yeah, that sounds like an instant favorite. The lemon raspberry, although I've never tried it myself, it sounds like it would absolutely be like my top three 
uh-huh. flavored it seltzers. Like a, it tastes like a Jolly Rancher, but in a good way. Ooh, Ooh nice. Like, like, a, like a natural Jolly Rancher. Yeah. I mean, I there's a good aftertaste um, that I like a lot. But like, yeah, I mean, this one and I don't, I like the other mango one. But other than that, I'm not really like, isn't there like a passion for me? possibly mango seltzer for me is like a hit or miss i feel like it it's like out of all the flavors can taste the most like artificial but if it's done well it's like pretty good i'm sure it's pretty good can i just say i know you sean you've shown us the bracket and you've shown how far along each uh sparkling water or seltzer has gone through now we are sitting with perrier and san pellegrino fortunately enough all three of us have gotten the plastic bottles of San Pellegrino and Perrier. So it is a level playing field. Not, I will not say, true. Not true. Oh, you don't? No. I got the can of <laughs> Oh, you just threw out uh, the analysis is all thrown out of whack. <laughs> no, I know. Well, that was my concern is like, so, so far in the bracket, um, we've had a lot of guests from Florida on, and I was kind of concerned that they weren't going to be able to find Topo Chico because... My main thing is like I've had so Tombo Chico is a little bit harder to find. Like you're able to find it at like Whole Foods, but I've seen it at CVS, but they don't have the glass bottles there and it comes in the plastic bottles and it sucks. It tastes disgusting. Plastic Plastic bottle Tombo Chico. It's terrible. It's awful. So I worried that somebody was going to come on the pod with that. But uh, what were you going to say, Ando? Was it just canned to... Uh, well, no, I was going to say, since the rounds are getting more and more serious, I think the, the material of the water, uh, of the seltzer vessel should be the same when you're comparing uh, seltzer to seltzer. Because there are some seltzer brands that do not have... Uh, that's not true. There are some seltzer brands that I, in my head, when I think of... Uh, the particular brand and i don't want to say what brand it is because i don't necessarily know how far along the podcast you've released so far in terms of the bracket but there are some seltzer brands that i have in my head and i think to myself immediately glass bottle so not to say that they don't have plastic bottles but they are primarily known for having glass bottles and you're saying so, that you prefer the glass well well, that's a whole different conversation, but all, all I'm saying is that d- down the line, when the brackets get more serious, uh-huh. I think you should, I think you should be, be certain that the, that the materials are, are, are matching glass to glass. Cause if you have plastic to glass, I'm telling you right now, you can have an inferior uh, brand in glass and it might win with a superior brand in plastic. That's exactly what I'm saying with Topo Chico. It just doesn't match up. It's it's it works in a glass bottle. It tastes awful in a plastic bottle. So I agree mm-hmm. with you. Does this theory hold up with every drink, carbonated or carbonated? I'm uh, fine. I'm... Like in terms of sodas, they taste the same to me. And a... let me ask you a question: Have you ever seen milk in plastic? Well, I know in the UK <laughs> they have milk so in yeah, plastic bags. Sports. What am I talking about? I don't know. Uh, I know they have like milk it, plastic in bags. like lunch rooms and stuff, right? They have those little like no, like a carton. Well, like a plastic bottle, right? No, I don't know. Oh, you mean yeah? I've seen yeah in Whole Foods. They it's better in the paper. Trumu or whatever it's called. Right? Like uh, I don't know. <laughs> Personally, for me. I think my preference is glass, then aluminum, or any like you know an aluminum metal thing, then plastic. Uh-huh. Um, 
just because I think it's, I mean, also plastic, it's tough to like plastic. Isn't like a, it's not really great. What's like, cause heat conducts, but this cold conduct, whatever that, whatever the, uh, the different uh, whatever that opposite thing is to heat i don't think it conducts cold very well plastic bottles which is why i'm saying like okay glass does that very well metal does that very well but not so much plastic i i uh i beg to differ as my san Pargruno has a giant uh ice like a um an ice cap yeah what what's going on in your fridge did you freeze it or did you <laughs> so i made the mistake of and I, ha- I haven't had an issue with this so far is uh we have a mini fit mini fridge in our garage um and so i put it in there i i don't usually put things in the mini fridge um uh unless so say like right now i have a case of topo chico in there just because the bottles will take up space in the fridge um Mm. but for some reason i put my san pellegrino in there and it is uh about to destroy the titanic literally it's just like full of ice right now um yeah i don't know if it's showing up on camera but it's so much so that the stickers are peeling off the freezer and the fridge there's no there's nothing so you you put something too high up on the something happened uh, you're like completely frozen i'm trying to like squeeze it i'm like i don't know if it's like you know rubbing your hands together for warmth like doing that against the bottle but when something's frozen do you do that unfreezes the taste messes up so sorry to sample agrino if it's not that's the thing the the i don't know if it's the mineral content or just the bubbles are being compromised but that's okay i'll i'll you know that's fine (laughs) you're like the the um the goalie or the sorry the um what is that word that gatekeeping no i'm i'm the accountant (laughs) from disney pixar's soul <laughs> when there's when there's like a missing soul or something and he's trying to find where that person is that's that's how that's you uh, right now yeah that's me <laughs> right now with the bubbles. laying down the rules immediately uh yeah anto last time you were on i think we talked about hal's peter i always yeah. associate you were the first episode of seltzer cast we talked about lemon spindrift yep. you've been on uh bef- since then you were in the Lacroix bracket last time yeah. which um ended uh, with pure winning, which kind of uh... yeah, it was a bit of a nightmare um, because I didn't I, I I hadn't accounted I had to leave early and I, had, I hadn't accounted for how the scoring was going to go and so I technically I voted against I wanted to win which mm-hmm. you wanted coconut to win right it was pure yeah. coconut yeah coconut's good man mm. don't don't. People give too much shit. People are very like love and hate with coconut. I don't know anyone that's like, yeah, I mean, I can have coconut if you have it. I get it, but at a certain point, you got, I mean, pure. I mean, like, that's just water. Just water. And now we're talking about just water. Now we got got two of them, but one's French and one's Italian. Not to confuse just water with just water, the water brand, but we're talking about the concept of just water. Yeah, it's just, just water. Not, not just water. Not just, yeah, not just water, the brand. Not, not just <laughs> just water is like they come in like the milk containers as well. Some yeah, that's yeah. this Jaden Smith's uh water pyramid scheme. Oh, actually, I didn't know that. I had no idea that they were yeah, the bo- associated the, with that. The, bo- the uh, the paper, um, the box water that's 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 a that's a uh, Smith exclusive. Oh, different no, thing, different box thing. water. You're right, you're right. Just oh. water is Jaden Smith, box water oh, is oh, okay. so- something else. He was just bo- for one, and both of them are good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
box water for me like i really like it and i like i think the theory is that it like stays colder with like the carton aspect and i, I really do enjoy that but i don't know i think uh to anto's point about like what the material is uh, the the um consistency of the boxed water like bottle being like a milk carton tastes almost milky to me and i don't i, I was don't know why. just about yeah. to say it's very like oh, i it, it sounds so weird to be describing water like this yeah but it almost tastes like creamy uh-huh if I that agree. makes sense no i, I agree completely yeah i don't know i don't like it it's like it tastes like you're getting something else it's like a very round finish I don't know. Maybe that's just like flow is the is same it? way. The flow like alkaline spring water yeah. tastes um, like tastes yeah. like tastes like box. Yeah, which <laughs> I don't like mind box. it, but it's an acquired taste for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's. Uh, which one do we want to start with? Um, I don't know. Let's which do? Are we thinking France or Italy? Yeah, which one do you like better? You like France or Italy? Let's do France to see if my San Pellegrino melts a little bit. Okay, let's do it. Oh, now, can I just, sorry, can I just, before we open this up, I would love to introduce a, um, so I had this idea of doing it with food and it never materialized because it was just a logistical nightmare to, to work it. But if you did like uh, the world wars, but for seltzer brands, yeah. So you have like allies being France, the Axis being Italy. <laughs> it doesn't have to be World War, but I'm just saying, you know, you can play around with it. Yeah. Uh, this- somebody uh, on a previous episode tried Gerald Steiner um, without telling me. They just brought it on, which is a German water, which is pretty good. But uh, mm. I think they would lose the bracket if we uh, were doing a uh, World War. It seltzer. boils down to which one do you like better, De Gaulle or Mussolini? I mean, if we're really like, <laughs> yeah. you know, bubbles. Um, All right. Uh, Perrier, cracking tall. it open. Okay. How do we normally feel about Perrier? Is it like a brand that you guys normally try? or? Um, I think in the past, uh, didn't I do, did, wait, no, I didn't do an episode. Um, Your friend Edward Chowder did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, my, my good, my, my, um, my good friend, but he, uh, I remember him saying, um, Perrier, the more the merrier. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I agree. I think Perrier is, is, it's fine. I don't know. It's, I'll drink it. Yeah, I, no problem, but. Now, Peter, you'll you'll definitely um, I think you'll be on my side with this. We we watch this podcast called the H3H3 podcast. When we're done watching the Seltzer podcast or listening to the Seltzer podcast, we say, all right, let's turn on H3H3. And there's this guy that they brought on called um, Martin the Water Sommelier. I don't know. Come up a few times on the pod since you know about it. So he has I think his thesis was anything that's natural spring water or anything that comes from a natural source equals good. Anything that is like this reverse osmosis or filtered spring, uh, filtered tap water, filtered sparkling water, generally bad because they are taking away the natural contents of the minerals in the springs that they are collecting this from. So 
I personally think that both of these are winners. I think the question is really which one is better at this point. Mm-hmm. And something yeah. I always tell the guests in this bracket too is like, because we're talking about plain drinks and we're not talking about any flavors, uh, it's totally okay to take into consideration bottle design, yeah. marketing, any of that. Like whichever one attracts you the most when you're in the supermarket or a convenience store and you say, I want that. That's okay too, you know. Mm, any, okay. I mean, the way he also described it was that like bottled water is is in general just like a, a something that you should see as like a, a treat. You could have you know tap water, and it's exactly the same thing. But this one is presented to you in a certain way. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, what's the difference between cooking chicken at home or going and buying chicken? But mm-hmm. like, um, I, you know, I honestly think you could probably get him. I was just going to say, this guy's got to come on the pod because you guys are like the third <laughs> yeah, people you know, to bring him up, truly. The third have to pay him in this bracket. You know? you, so, the way, so the way it was described on the show is that he is um, he has a he has a he has a business visa or like a, a, a no, he's like a, a visa who's like a, a person who's an, a, an M1 or an S1 visa. It's basically like they give them out to the top people that are experts in whatever field they are. And he has the only one for water. Wow, that's and incredible! He just like knows where everything is made. You know, like, he's just like pH balance is such a fucking piece of shit. Like mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. he's just going off on it. And uh, you know what? He he made he made me. I have not had a sip of essential in uh, yes a long time. Yes, that's yeah. right. So he did anyone work. that I see. But this is the thing. I also am People like people see me whenever essential. I am. A- well, but if I see, yeah, if I see my friends drinking like filtered tap water, then I'm like, don't drink that. <laughs> I'd like to, don't drink that. <laughs> he, um, the things I know about him is only from you guys. Uh, also, that he has a successful TikTok account. Also, mm. he was on a travel show with Zac Efron. Uh, he, those are those are all the things that have come up on the podcast so far. He's German. If he, you know, I, we probably shouldn't ask him about World War Two. It's probably a sore subject. But uh, I don't know how the water tastes back then. Oh God! <laughs> How's your shit German water? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know how water is in Germany. God knows. It'd be great. Um, they have great infrastructure. Yeah. I, I do. I do like Perrier. Um, it, it is a good water. I I will say I'm not a fan of the bottle design. Okay, and either the can or the bottle itself. I, I don't like the I don't like this the 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 patch, especially yeah to San Pellegrino, which I think yes yeah San Pellegrino. It looks like it's like it almost looks like a like a st- like an import sticker, and like they like directly or exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah like a I passport agree. or something. This yeah. is. I mean, Perrier is so corporate. I mean, just in the way it looks, you know, it even said, you know, it's just like, it just, I don't know. It, it, it's got the big bubbles, but, you know, I mean, I guess com- compared to all due respect to house, you know, I love a good bubbly house, but like all due, like house is like the most basic you can go, but mm-hmm. at, for some reason it still works. Cause it, and at the end of the day, it's still like, feels like where it says it's coming from, you yeah. know, this kind of just feels like, it feels French, but in you know, in, in it like, feels marketed. Yeah, in the really marketed corporate way. Like I feel like you know, you're not really getting something 
authentic. Whereas opposed to San Pellegrino, I feel like, you know, I'm drinking this, like, you know, a, a pretty woman walks by and all the old men are just going like, and like, I feel like I'm in, I'm in a place that feels Italian, you know? I agree completely. I, I know, I know exactly what you mean, Peter. I'm, I'm looking it up though online and it says, I want to pour um, it next to like a, a hot piece of bread. You know, like, there's like a piece of bread next to me. I'm waiting for like some like some like a uh, pasta and and you know uh, tomato sauce. Oh, no. uh, and then <laughs> that is a good point. I don't know. It just it, but like Perrier, I'm not gonna eat this next to some fucking escargot. You know, that just doesn't sound like a good mix. Uh huh. Sure. I mean, I I think it is plain enough to go with everything, and I think that certain seltzers are not. Yeah. Um, but I I agree. I think that it's uh. A little bit more commercialized, even though it has been around since 1863. It feels like, yes, they are continuing the legacy, and that's nice, but it's not as, like, I don't know, I like it, but it's definitely the kind of thing that I would gravitate towards their, like, um, flavored ones. Like, I think they have, like, a pineapple Perrier that's pretty good. Like, I'd rather, if I'm buying it, stick with the flavor, but with San Pellegrino... I kind of don't mind having that straight up. Like, I think that's like pretty, you know, normal to mm-hmm. have like straight up. Not that Perrier isn't. It's just if I'm going to spend like, you know, Perrier usually costs a little bit more for, I think, like six cans in a pack. And I think uh, if I'm going to spend that much, it's got to be something that has flavor to it. Um, I mean, I'm looking at old Perrier bottles and I'm, they're already like, I mean, they're basically the same, but they already, they already look better, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean there is such a rich history to both. If they're glass, nice. they look um I mean like yeah, if like they're glass, they like look cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like they look like kind of like rum bottles. Sure. But, like um the, the plastic one kind of just it looks it looks plastic. I don't yeah. know. Like it, that's the best way I could put it. But, uh, I kind of don't mind like the the bubbly like shape of the bottle like i think it is kind of unique uh when it is a plastic bottle but um like i said it's not my go-to so yeah i'm gonna crack open the sample Grino and attempt to drink this iceberg right now uh, this one had a little uh fizz when i cracked it open for sure okay mine didn't have any fizz they both had the same kind of like release sound yeah. like mm-hmm. It didn't sound any different because with Hal's, and I remember this from the last time, which by the way, I, I have some Hal's in my fridge coincidentally. Uh, Hal's is like, you cannot just open the bottle and drink it straight from the thing. You have to like really like finesse the bottle or else it's going to come like spewing out in front of your face. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm drinking them back to back and I feel like, ah. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Sean. I, I've I, I kind of been like busy um, recently, so I haven't been keeping up with the podcast. Um, unfortunately, I see that because uh, I usually I've been listening a lot, especially when you were doing the bracket last year. Mm-hmm. Um, this this bracket seems like it could be hard because I'm I'm tasting these back to back right now. They're pretty similar, <laughs> if not exactly the same. <laughs> you know, like well, I, you know, I, so- I, it's aesthetic. It's funny that it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm reading this online and it says the 
the only biggest difference between these brands is where they are sourced. Yeah. Obviously, Perrier is bottled in uh, someplace called Gard, France. Mm-hmm. And San Pellegrino is bottled at San Pellegrino, Bergamo, Italy. But they both have carbonated mineral water added and they both have 4% calcium. So I think like... In terms of what is in the bottle, I think it's pretty identical. However, I will say, San Pellegrino, their bubbles are a little bit more subtle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I like that more than the Perrier, personally. I think there is a little bit more of a mineral-y taste with the San Pellegrino than the Perrier. Um, and I do kind of like that. It kind of tastes like, I don't know, you know, they do taste very similar. They both have that crisp, like sparkling <clears throat> water taste, but yeah, um, yeah, this it's is- interesting. I didn't even pit those. I mean, I pitted these against each other because I figured they were really old brands that are respected, um, but I never really like paid attention to like how similar they actually are. Um, mm. just, they coexist in my mind, but they, you know, like uh, they're, they're both good to me. Like, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, so what do you what do you think? What do you think? Um, seltzer tasted like in eighteen sixty three. Seltzer tasted probably oh, fucking disgusting. God, probably there's like probably like sediment in the yeah, probably sulfury to be honest. Yeah, it's probably it's probably got like blood in it from something. You gotta wonder <laughs> if like uh, any um, like you know how they have like these, and I, I tend to stay away from them, but there's like these seltzers that have like caffeine added now. Yeah. I wonder, like, there had to be a seltzer somewhere along the way that had like a sprinkle of coke in it, right? But also, I, okay, weirdly going back for a second, but like this is why I think Topo Chico is like kind of unarguably the best because like it has a different kind of flavor, mm-hmm. actually, the same thing. There's maybe it is down to the glass bottling, but like. I've never seen plastic Topo Chico. Maybe that's just a New York thing, but like I've only ever seen it in glass. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. It's better. The bubbles are more like they're strong, but they have like a flavor to them. You know, even if you don't get like the pure one, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it's already in the final round. So and then, the no, branding is not to convince anyone. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, but I mean, even then, like, I just don't see too much of a difference between them. There is a little bit of a difference. I'm leaning San, San Pellegrino, but you know. Mm-hmm. Topo Chico right now, interestingly enough, speaking of their flavors, has released um, city exclusive flavors at certain places. Um, I think oh. the one that they started with is like a blueberry um, flavor. Yeah, blueberry but it's only in Austin, Texas. And I think that they're going to continue to do this. Their branding is unmatched <laughs> because, well, I'll tell you, like there's another, um, there's another brand that does something very similar to this. Uh, at least the only one that I can, the immediate one that I think of is Lalabo fragrances. Yes. Lalabo yeah. fragrances have each of their cities have their own unique fragrance. And then, I think it's like once or twice a year for a they'll limited time. Yeah. They'll release them all across all the different locations, which I think is like, I mean, that's, that's kind of genius. Obviously Topo Chico is more um, like, like you could, you could drink an entire Topo Chico bottle in one sitting, you know, when it comes to fragrances, that's like 
you know, you keep it for like a year or a couple of years or whatever. But I mean, the branding idea is still, it's essentially the same. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. So obviously, question, what's New York flavor? But very specifically, what is Long Island? Oof. Long Island's Topo Chico flavor? Specifically, the area in which we <laughs> a bacon, egg, a bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. No, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> like a genuine, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I would it say would, it would, it uh, would, yeah, assigning Topo Chico flavors to the five boroughs. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, you know, uh, I think for Long Island, like it would be everything, they, everything bagel. Everything bagel. Everything bagel, or it would just be some guy that just doesn't know how to fucking pronounce Topo Chico. That's the flavor. <laughs> That's literally the flavor. Chico. We got the Topo Chico. We've been it the- seems like the flavors, the limited flavors, are in New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, Texas, and New York right now as an mm. initial release. Um, uh, I think it. I think they have the same one. So it's uh, blueberry, lime, and let's see. So wait, what's the New York specific one? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because their, their marketing is very, um, like, it simply is just this. Oh. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know which city goes to what, but I know that they were doing it with Austin and Blueberry. So, yeah. Well, good for them. Keep an eye out. I don't know. Top, top of Chico. Yeah, so these seltzers extremely similar. Um, yeah, they're both good. Got nothing really wrong with either of them. Um, wish I could tell you guys more about their history, but I didn't do research. So. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So here, hold on. Let's let's go through. Um, I know we're only. Now that we brought it up, I can't stop thinking about it. What? what? What side do you think San Pellegrino supported during World War II? Oh, their axis all the way through. All the way. Are you kidding me? I think they were making, you know, like seltzers for the, the soldiers. Mercedes made cars for Hitler. Like, it. Yeah. San Pellegrino. Perrier, is... though. Perrier was. Uh, I mean, um, San Pellegrino. Um... The San Pellegrino Pass in Italy is a mountain pass, um, and it connects um, a few like cities. And during World War One, Austrian positions uh, were there while Italian trenches were on, I don't know, another part of the mountain or something. So they do have some type of history. I don't know. I don't know if the, that even has anything to do with San Pellegrino, or it's either just in the mountain that it comes from, or or it's not the mountain that it comes from. I don't. I don't know. The shit was served. This is not a history podcast during the Axis summits. So let's let's stop talking about it. So in terms of their flavors that they have, uh, Perrier, and and I have the list. Perrier has pink grapefruit, strawberry, lime, peach, watermelon. Uh, orange, which is lemon and orange, and then lemon. San Pellegrino has orange, blood orange, clementine, uh, prickly pear and orange, lemon, lemon and mint, pomegranate and orange, and grapefruit. 
So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven flavors for Perrier and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight flavors for San Pellegrino. Um, I don't know, but Sean, you, you've mentioned this before. Would you consider San Pellegrino sparkling water flavors as true seltzers? Not necessarily, but they are a lower calorie count. So it does like they're using their seltzer to make it. So somewhat because there is these new like um, brands like say Sanzo is one of them. And mm. um trying to think of any others, even like Spindrift they, where it kind of like um, Liquid Death, their flavors do this like a little bit as well. Um, yeah. where it blurs the line of like what it actually is because they're using like either juice or like agave to like essentially like make the seltzer so when i started this podcast i would probably answer that no but now being that a lot of brands are like pushing the boundaries a little bit i'd probably say yeah it's it it aligns with it quite a lot so you know I'm, 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 this is completely unrelated but related um I was looking at like brand ambassadors and, and collaborations currently. Well, not currently recently. Um, Perrier did a collaboration with Murakami and that was like, yeah. a Oh yeah. I do remember right. that. I've seen that in the wild, but San Pellegrino currently has a collab with the Tooch. Stanley Tucci. See, it's like, oh man, both good. Like both good. Well, hold on. That's that's a perfect analogy of their branding strategies because Perrier. I'm trying to say, yeah. Perrier is like they want. It's a little bit more corporate, and you can say obviously, Murakami is, is a huge artist, but it's also he's also a very like corporate kind of artist when uh, you think of you know, blue chip, high-end, uh, luxury artists. San Paolo- I'm in an Italian place and, and I'm sitting, um, there's bread next to me and somebody pours uh, San Pellegrino. It makes more sense if Stanley Tucci is pouring that San Pellegrino as opposed to I'm in France and suddenly Murakami is like, because like he doesn't, he's not food related, but Stanley Tucci weirdly is now. You know, like yeah. yeah, like it's it's weird. He has an Italian travel show. Yeah, he's like a he's like a lifestyle guy now. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. but again, it's like these brands have been around nearly the same amount of time. When you're compare, I mean, relatively to even the you know, each other, yeah, even relative, yeah, like relative to how long seltzer brands usually. I mean, Topo Chico is, I guess, pretty recent. Spindrift is very recent. These brands have been around for over like 200 years or 150 years. Topo Chico has been around the, for hundreds of years as well. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yes. Then, I think it just I'm wasn't wrong. like normalized here. Like it was more of a Mexican uh, based drink, but it has been around and bottled since 1895. It got, it got bought by Coke. Wow. Right? That's why it's like suddenly got a huge more brand. Correct. It is actually mm. older than San Pellegrino and Perrier. With uh, that being uh, 1895 and the other ones being 1899, which is San Pellegrino, and 1898, wow. which is Perrier. So Perrier and San Pellegrino, uh, 
this is San Pellegrino released a year earlier uh, than really? Perrier, which is very interesting. So, okay, fine. They're both re- they were both released within a year of each other. Yeah, but San Pellegrino's marketing strategy is still leaning towards like what I, I feel like it's still leaning towards like the Italian cultural vibe. Murakami is Japanese. He has nothing to do with seltzer or french that's a good thing though i mean like they're, they're branching out into getting different artists but not to you know like i don't know is it like i only looked at recent like has san pellegrino done something with like, people before like, that's fair that's fair i haven't i i'm only considering mm-hmm. like the latest yeah but i mean like oh okay they had a Pavarotti. a Pavarotti. oh what the like come on what <laughs> come on <laughs> What are they doing? They're gonna do one with the Pope next? Like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, interesting history stuff. Uh, this has definitely come up on the pod before. Um, da Vinci apparently tried, like, where the waters of San Pellegrino were from. Like, um, how are you gonna compete with that? San Pellegrino was. Uh, da Vinci was painting the Mona Lisa and drinking a San Pellegrino, probably at the same oh, time. Oh my God! Look at this. No, wait, wait. I, I just have to put something up here. Look at that. Oh, that's great branding. Mm-hmm. Look at that. It's a, it's if anyone. It's it's Stanley Ducci's like box. It's a Stan Pellegrino. Stan Pellegrino. I didn't know about this. This is great. <laughs> like wow. oh, unmatched. Uh, to to just uh, appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. It, it's a perfect match for. Get a collaboration right? with Vogue. I mean, they know what they're doing. Uh huh. I mean, to f- to further uh, Peter's point about being outside and having a San Pellegrino, uh, they use that in their marketing. So, like here, you oh. can see just a bunch of people sitting on like clearly like an Italian like outdoor restaurant and like all cheersing with like the San Pellegrino. Yeah. The San Pellegrino Young Chef Academy. Look at these. Wow. Jeez. This uh something that they do to find to the next generation of culinary talents. Is Perrier doing that? See, I don't know. In some in some degree. I mean they I mean like it's a it's a company that's been around since 1863. They probably But do, are they are they nurturing the next generation of culinary talents? I don't think so. No, San Pellegrino. I don't think so. San Pellegrino. Perrier's it, it, sorry, in Perrier's defense, why would they need to? It's culinary, like it's food. You know what I mean? I mean, I get it, but it's like surely there could be something else that they could be doing outside of Perrier. Did a it looks like so they they really are leaning into the art world. They did a um, event. It seems like at MoMA, uh, which I would love to tell you about, uh, but. It is the most recent blog post on their magazine on their website, which is from 2017. Um, and all that they Christ. essentially showcase is that they served Perrier at the moment. So I, I will say <laughs> so Perrier, Perrier sponsors all, if not most, of um, the major art fairs that happen around the world. So if you're right. in Art Hamptons or if you're in armory or if you're in basel they are uh supplying the seltzers like they have usually they have like vip nights or they'll always have like a bar area where you can order cocktails and drinks and soft drinks if you're getting a seltzer it is going to be perrier so i will Mm -hmm. say they have cornered 
that market. They have. I, sure. I do associate it with uh, art, the art, art world, yeah. definitely. They should do more art collaborations, though, because I, I've only seen them. Yeah. Why don't they do? Why don't they do something with like uh, just like random artists and like have each one kind of different, like especially with the flavors. And I know this is like an audio, uh, you know, medium. So I, I don't know, you know, but like I, I would hold a Perrier like this, but I'd hold a San Pellegrino like this. You know, there's like mm, like an Oscar. Yeah, it, yeah. You, know, you, wow. hold, you know, it, when I'm presenting it, like. Like that actually brings me uh, to a counterpoint that super ties into that is that apparently from 18 uh, sorry 1981 to 2005 Perrier hosted the Perriers or the Perrier Comedy Awards at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival um, which was a, a stand-up comedian awards uh, hosted by Perrier for whatever reason uh, would also love to tell you more about it, but I cannot find any more. What info. the fuck are <laughs> they doing over there? Perrier's. Also, wow. I can tell you for sure the marketing Steve Coogan, person, a winner of one of the Perrier's. Okay, interesting. That's that's good. But it, again, it's like, what's going on? Why are we doing this? Like, <laughs> who's the marketing person behind? He, that person does definitely not work at Perrier anymore. Perrier, uh, currently owned by Nestle. Oh, there you go. There you go. Freaking Big Brother Nestle back at it again. Okay, wait a second. San Pellegrino also owned by Nestle. Son of a bitch. (laughs) We're drinking the same same water. Jesus Christ. Fuck out of here. This this all came from a factory in Ohio, like for all we... Yeah, dude. So that's yeah, interesting, Nestle, though. If they are owned by the same corporation, why are they, you know, they, I mean, they're taking extremely different approaches and continuing these long-running beverages, but they're essentially the same thing. Like, you think that a competitor would want to, yeah. like, they, they're not competing against each other if they're owned by the same person. It's like Coke and Sprite. No, it's not even. It's like Coke and, I don't even know. It's, it's, it's like Sprite and 7-Up. If they're owned by the same corporate, I don't know if they are, but it's it's almost I. It's yeah. not even like that because they're so identical. Like I it's know. not even. It's they crazy. Also, Nestle also owns Aquapana, which I think is like a fucking terrible. Oh, one. not a fan. Oh, really? Not a fan. No, really. I not like Aquapana. I, I finally found it. It's not just Murakami. Peria also did a uh, Andy Warhol collaboration in 2013. Interesting. Huh. But this is the thing. It's like, what are these collaborations? All they're doing is just like putting their logo or like some brand on on the label that already exists. Like change the bottle design. Do something different that would make it like a little bit more exciting. Perrier, if you hear us right now, just fucking go, go back to the lab and do something different. Because Yeah, start cooking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, I, I know you can't get Stanley Tucci. He's already under a contract, but... What's like the French Stanley Tucci? It's like an American. Get like the estate of Jean Luc Godard or something <laughs> like that. Get get someone. Get Vincent Cassell. Oh, <laughs> like, Vincent Cassell. He's just like, you must buy these sheets. Oh, drink it. <laughs> this is interesting. Um, looking at uh, San Pellegrino's Wikipedia page right now, 
uh, a number of movies where San Pellegrino has appeared in. Uh, first time it was in a movie, uh, an Italian comedy film called The Emperor of Capri, released in 1949. Um, has since been in uh, La Dolce Vita, Fellini's movie, uh, James Bond's From Russia of Love, uh, Martin Scorsese's Mean Street, uh, Big Night, also Stanley Tucci. Um, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> Woody Allen movie. Uh, Ocean's 12, uh, Meet the Fockers. Uh, Sex in the City, uh, The Square, The Great Beauty. Uh, House there it is, Ving. Okay, uh, then listen to that. The Great Beauty. We have a winner. Th- three in a row: The Great Beauty, The Square, House of Gucci. Uh, Perrier's product placements uh, found those as well. Um, strangely, a, a very weird bunch. We got Goodwill Hunting, uh, uh, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps. Not even the first Wall Street. Uh, Lethal Weapon. Um, Let's see what else. The dictator. <laughs> see, it's like the dictator. Mean girls. These are it's a strange like, bunch. Like Perrier is literally just throwing things at the board yeah. and seeing what sticks. Look, Perrier uh, is what uh Software Con is branded to in Talladega Nights as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, yeah. he's literally a villain in that movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> 50 Shades Freed. Look, if Jeff. Um, from the great beauty drink San Pellegrino, I drink San Pellegrino. The Royal yeah, Tenenbaums has I it agree. too. That man, that man has been through so much. Oh, Seinfeld. Oh, there's some good Perrier stuff, though, I have to say. But no, I, I kind of agree. San Pellegrino, it's a bit more classy. As much as I love, you know, Seinfeld and a Will Ferrell comedy. Or an Adam Sandler, there's like Murder Mystery 2 on here. Like, uh, as much as I love the lowbrow, the high the highbrow of San Pellegrino being in like Fellini movies. Yeah, like of Gucci, like, come on, like it sticks with the brand. Like you can like, tell, you know. I saw Murder Mystery 2 like a week ago. I cannot tell you a god <laughs> about it. I can't Did you see Perrier in it? I I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember anything other than it's sitting on a table while a guy smokes. There's a there's a guy who like <laughs> you know what's well hold on you know what's interesting the list of movies that you just gave me Sean tells me that Perrier and maybe I'm just like I feel like I'm really just kicking a dead horse here so I apologize in advance but it just seems like Perrier is saying yes to whatever movie is like hey we want to put your bottle in front of our our like our film, but like San Pellegrino is so curated that I can guarantee you that they have said no to countless like uh, movie offers to promote their brand because they don't think that the movie fits with their brand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to share. Uh, so I found a website uh, called product placement blog. Uh, I wish I found this much earlier on the pod um, just in general, because it's a wonderful website, but Whoever runs this, uh, they analyze movies and TV shows and show uh, HD screen caps showing uh, all the products featured in the movie. Uh, And I think this sums it up, which is a shot from House of Gucci of uh, Al Pacino sitting at a dinner table. Um, And it is pretty much the frame here is a bunch of people. You don't really see their faces. You see San Pellegrino and you see Al Pacino. And that mm. just sums it up right there. It's just like that really sums it up. Yeah. And then there, it's also the scene with Lady Gaga. But it's you know it's wonderful, and um, yeah, that that completely sums it up. 
of what kind of uh, clientele that they want, you know. The CEO of San Pellegrino to meet me in front of the mansion and give me a hug and whisper in my ear with a raspy voice, come to New York. Come to New York. And I would come to New York for him. Uh Fair enough. Yeah, much, much, much like a much more curated list. That's what I would say. Classier. That's just, you know, it's their branding. Perrier suggests fun. San Pellegrino suggests a really, really nice dinner. You know? Yeah, I agree. But now the thing is, is I don't like when you when you say fun like that. I totally agree with you on that one. But it's like a different kind of fun than Correct. like what Hal's would you know offer you because it's there's like two totally different like branding strategies when yeah. it comes to fun. It's a very mm-hmm. particular kind of fun. Like mm-hmm. it is, it's exactly like the you're gonna go to an art fair or an art show kind of fun. And if that's what you like, then that's great. I love going to those things, and I like drinking seltzer at those things. I'm more than happy to get a Perrier while I'm there. Usually they have the aluminum cans, I will say, which is a plus. Like usually Perrier supplies them with aluminum cans and I Mm -hmm. do prefer aluminum over the plastic bottle. Um, But yeah, that being said, I don't know. I I think Pellegrino, maybe it's also because uh, we're just out of winter and I'm getting into my summer vibe. And I'm thinking of where I want to go in the summer and I want to be drinking a San Pellegrino on the beach. Maybe it's that. I don't know. But I, I, I'm leaning a little bit more towards uh, the Pellegrino. That being said, Perrier is a great seltzer. It is a great seltzer. There's nothing really wrong with it. It's just like I was saying, you know, I, I probably would gravitate towards having a flavor of it. And it has to stand on its own as a plain seltzer. And while they taste very similar, uh, just based on the marketing, like I kind of want to be walking around holding a San Pellegrino rather than a Perrier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that San Pellegrino suggests sort of like a, um, you know, even though similar price points suggests almost like a, fancier uh bottle while perrier like it just attempts to appeal towards the masses so it's like if you're at an art fair and they're serving it you're gonna see art that you like and you're gonna see art that they don't but or that you don't like but everybody there is gonna have their own opinion on it but perrier itself is just something that is so simple and it's just supposed to be for everyone and they definitely have that but san pagrino is just much more classier in my opinion Yes, I, I but like I, I I was looking at the back and I was kind of reading their little like blurbs real quickly just to see like you know, just to get a vibe. And Perrier says uses words like they they just say experience a unique afternoon uplift with our big bursting bubbles. Hmm. And San Pellegrino says they're an icon of Italian lifestyle and one of the most Renowned sparkling natural mineral waters appreciated by sommeliers and top chefs. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Perrier is an afternoon seltzer. San Pellegrino is an evening. Mm-hmm. That is so well put, Peter. I'm gonna be honest with you. You kind of hit it on the head with that I one. Because if I'm themselves, it's the picture language. this. Yeah. You're you're at a gorgeous dinner, white tablecloth. You're in you're in yeah. you know you're you're on a nice date, or you're with your family or your loved ones, and there's like <laughs> bottle across from you. Al, Al Pacino's yeah. there. He's begging you to come to New York, <laughs> and you have some bottles of wine all around. You have your food and family. This this and that. 
you want a San Pellegrino next to you. Let's be honest with yeah. you. I don't know. I, I, I appreciate that. I, but I, I get, I, but it, again, no slight towards Perrier other than like my, uh, you know, what I like, you know, my, my no, agreed. The, like, the, the copy on my can says for Perrier that it's a French story since 1863. Yeah, it says that too. Yeah. Which I, I kind of like that, but I think that. You know, even comparing the fonts and everything, like uh, the the copy on the Perrier can is so like big, like anybody can read it. The San Pellegrino one, you really have to like look at it, and it's like classy, like it's like almost like an afterthought to tell you the story of the water. And I really do like that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I have my scores. I don't know about you two. Oh, should we score them? Yeah, my Um, hold on, let me. It's out of a 10? Yeah. Out of 10, yeah. Okay, I, I, I have mine. Should we... Uh, how sure. do we do this? I, I'll start with San Pellegrino. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. I don't think, you know... Comparing it to other plain drinks I've had. Now, we are in the seventh week of me trying plain drinks. Comparing it to that, it's not the best, but there, like I said, there is an element of class to it, and I really like the branding. I like how it just looks like, you know, it's taking, like, a branding of food and making it, like Anto said, like, almost like a government seal. Like, it looks, like, really just, like, mm-hmm. great. And I, like- I, 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 do, I do vibe with the taste of it. I do. It's smooth. Right. Yeah. And just, like, the bubbles, I, I I do really like. I think that they don't get in the way, but it's like a nice like just fizz to it. So yeah, I'm gonna go with eight point five for San Pellegrino. Okay, shall we continue down the San Pellegrino route? Yeah, Let's I, do it. I I I give San Pellegrino an eight, strong eight. Um, there are other seltzers that I like more. This is particularly not very different from Perrier, but like in terms of you know, presentation in terms of everything we talked about. I mean, Perrier is strong. It's not, you know, not my favorite in the world, but I think it's, I think it's an eight. I mean, I mean, I'm um, San Pellegrino. I'm Perrier. I mean, San Pellegrino gets the eight. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with, I'm going with 8.7. I think that San Pellegrino is in my top three okay. favorite seltzers. Um, I haven't tried all of their flavored seltzers, which is why I'm just basing it off of yeah the the regular one. Um, I I guess my only the only thing that I don't particularly like about San Pellegrino is that I don't see their glass and aluminum bottles as much as I do the plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. So I wish that there was more of like a mountain Valley or Topo Chico presence when it came to that kind of stuff. Sure. But in terms of like the packaging and the branding, I, I do like it. So I'll give it an 8.7. Yeah. And just a note too, like talking about like availability, like it, it is a super widely available drink. And I do th- like, I do like that. Like, I think that like, it's when you make something to the masses, it's not always good. So if something's like starts out smaller, but then it expands, there's an opportunity for say a company like a big corporation like Nestle to make it less special, but they've 
you know, kept the same type of flavor and been around for this long and it still tastes good and like is just easily accessible. So mm-hmm. I, I, I like that. San Pellegrino is totally glass and I feel like in Italy it has to be glass. You know? Yeah, I'm sure if you go to Italy, there's no plastic bottles. I mean, I don't see it very often, but I feel like I mean, I feel like that's a that's like I mean, they wouldn't, you know, disrespect Mr. Pellegrino. Oh, is, is San Pellegrino a place or a person? I think no, it's like a place. mountain region. Yeah, the Pellegrino Mountains. They wouldn't disrespect them. Now oh, that's a pilgrimage I need to go to. Yeah. Okay, Perrier. San Pellegrino. That's who we're talking. Yeah. Well, on to- hold on. Okay. So San Pellegrino is based on a region, but what is the region based off of? It must be a family or someone. So technically, I mean, it could be both. It's the San Pellegrino Pass. Um, I don't know if that's where it comes from, but yeah, it is. Sorry, a, anyway. Pellegrino is a surname. So possibly, go. yeah. Or maybe it's just uh, named after the place and has nothing to do with it. I don't know. You know, I don't know where. The oh, yeah. little so it's produced, chicken or the egg. It's produced in San Pellegrino term, um, which is in Berg- Bergamo, Lombardy, Italy. Bergamo. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Perrier. I'm going to give it a five. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it's fine. It's pretty good. Um, I like it. I like their flavors better. Uh, I like their pineapple one, but we're not talking about flavors. So I'm going to have to give it a five. There's nothing. It's it's pretty good. It's I don't hate it. There's nothing wrong with it. Just comparing it to Pellegrino. It's not as you know, it's not as good. So, yeah. That's that's that. Uh, that was that's a low score. I'll re- I'll, <laughs> I was not expecting that been, low. Of like a I score. said, I've been trying plain seltzers for seven weeks now. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Perrier a six point five. Okay, it's, it's a little bit worse for me. It's just the vibe of it, honestly. Um, you know, it's a six point five. So okay, I was gonna give Perrier a seven point five. I, I think it is a fine seltzer, and quite frankly, if you took the seltzer out of the bottle and just served it to me in a cup or a glass next to, again, a San Pellegrino, maybe the score would be slightly higher. Maybe it would be like an eight. Um, but again, it's it's just like the way that they are carrying themselves as a brand is not appealing to me because there's no there's no real like brand recognition that i have of it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so okay so what's the total the total for san Pellegrino is 25.2 and perrier is 19 so san Pellegrino pushes through uh, and will be um uh up against mountain valley in the next episode whoever oh, wins man. that will be up against topo chico to determine the winner that's a hard oh climb. man, <laughs> I love mountain. That's a steep climb. That is a steep climb for San Pellegrino. If the store doesn't have Topo Chico but has Mountain Valley, I'll get Mountain Valley. Mountain Valley is pretty good. I've learned to like it. I used to just kind of think it was like pretty good, but I've learned to. I love Mountain Valley. It's definitely the kind of drink that is a you know you 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 place it on a table at a dinner. And it's a shared experience with everyone. And I really do love that. The only thing that I do not like about um, 
the, and this doesn't have necessarily to do with Mountain Valley, but just like generally like those large bottles, yeah. like the large glass bottles is that the, the top, like the actual like cap, I don't think is like designed well enough. Like you can, you almost have to kind of like fidget with the cap. I don't sure. know if you've ever experienced I know, I know what before. you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has like that plastic um, like ring around it to kind of like help you or it's, I don't know. To me, it's like, I feel like it could just be a little bit better. That has nothing to do with Mountain Valley. I think Mountain Valley is a phenomenal. I love San Pellegrino, but I will say, I think San Pellegrino's days are numbered if it has Topo Chico and Mountain Valley to, to beat. I um, really, I honestly don't know. I think it's something where the opposite end of the bracket i had looked at and was like i really thought that maybe like liquid death would pull through but yeah it's, you know that was pushed out and so i get it topo chico it's top tier but with Hal's last uh last week being pushed out Hal's, i, I thought it was going to be topo chico versus Hal's to be honest because Hal's is like an ideal seltzer but even myself pitted against uh Hal's and mountain valley i i think it was a little bit harsh on Hal's. i gave him the nine House is usually a 10 beverage for me, but a Mountain Valley, I gave an eight. Um, and uh, DJ, uh, as we said, uh, does not like seltzer. So interesting episode. Um, mm. Also, uh, I will say just a little update for listeners. Um, that episode, I also tried. Uh, not sure if you guys know this, but uh, Jelly Belly has a line of seltzers. Oh, uh, I've heard of this. <laughs> I'm know, so not interested. Uh, since hey. very very early on the podcast, uh, been talked about a chocolate seltzer. Uh, really, uh, I I liked it at first, um, but then it was sitting on my nightstand all night long, half. Full. Oh god and, uh uh liked it less as it went on a little bit too much a very interesting flavor and it could have been much grosser but it's just something that uh as you continue to have it eh, it's a bit much so just a little can i for can i ask who beat um uh liquid death uh topo chico Okay, fair enough. All right, that's yeah. fair. That's yeah. Fair. yeah. Um, yes. A little yeah. George Costanza thing, but then you mentioned it. I, I don't. I don't like. I don't like the rings. I don't. I. I get it. I get where they're there. I don't like the them. rings. Have you Have you had a drink without a ring on it? It seals it, Peter. Oh, the ring. It's annoying. It you know, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't always work well. It like, oh, you know, it would be crazy if there was like when you take when you take it off and like the ring <laughs> with it, it like it it's it makes sealing the thing weirder and, and there's got to be a better way. Mm -hmm. I I do like how Ramune like they oh the, the glass yeah yeah the marble that would be so cool if you that. could do that with like a yeah. you know what I mean. I think though, if you did that to something like Hal's, the bottle would just explode. It would, yeah, it would, it would erupt. <laughs> it's like glass, like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, that reminds me of. Um, I'm trying to think of like what seltzer it is. Um, it, it is a plain seltzer, uh, not Schweppes. Let's see, one that's not in this bracket. That I was at a um, a, a Perry Perry restaurant, and I had, and I uh, went up to the counter twice because. For some reason, their seal on the bottle, like the ring that Peter's talking about, was mm -hmm. so weak 
that uh, I thought that like somebody was like tam tampered with the bottle essentially because like it just you know when you're supposed to like crack open a, a bottle of soda or seltzer and hear mm. that fizzle uh, I wasn't getting that with the drink and so uh, uh, you know I, I understand what your frustrations with that Peter sometimes it's uh, it's a little bit it makes me at least question like you know is this as sealed as it should be? But I think yeah. they're, they're they're clearly there for a purpose. I don't know. No, I just I, <laughs> I, I I just I always find myself not liking them. That's it's a it's a simple it's a it's a super simple like thing about me. But it's just like you know I don't need to be there. I agree. You don't like it. <laughs> I agree. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know how drinks would uh, people would be able to tell whether they were tampered with or not, but because that's what they're there for, right? Just to seal it in. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of alert system they could put in the in that. or or like a or like a removable sleeve on the top. Why can't you get like rip AI? Off. Huh? AI? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I designed chat GPT everything. to... <laughs> yeah, I fixed everything. My water bottle needs to talk to me. Yeah. God, oh, God help one. us all. AI. Very okay. AI. <laughs> wow. That's great. They might do that considering they're so like off the wall with their branding. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, if, if there was a company to do that, you know, I, I've... Uh, um, tried to suspect who is going to have un that unfortunate AI designed seltzer can. Um, and I'm going to have to say that I think uh, being that they're so obsessed with their branding, I think liquid death would do it because liquid death also did mm. NFTs and that made me very uh, annoyed. So yeah, they would probably still be in this rank if they didn't do NFTs. I'll be honest with you. Possibly. Yeah. They're they're so like I don't know meta I don't know, even know like referential. Well, well, th this is the problem with like because there are I mean, th and this is not anything new. Brands that are trying to be like avant garde and want to be like uh, the first to do things. It's you, you. It's such a dangerous game that these companies play in any industry when they are trying to be first in in developing new technology or new branding strategies or whatever, because you're opening yourself to God knows what kind of issues no. down the road. And, and they might not be technical. They might just be brand reputation. And if your brand is associated with just trying things that are new, then I think sometimes people get really like caught up in that and not like okay well let's just try to focus on making the best possible product that we can sure make. yeah i mean that's my issue and listeners know this i always complain about this on the pod is like uh with liquid death is like i think they have like um, incredible drinks um and the, recently they've had such a good focus on their drinks in terms of like they just released a line of iced teas and like i was like great you're finally paying attention to your beverages because so often is like I'm on their email list and they it blurs the line of like um, whether they're a beverage company or a merch company because they always want to release like sweatshirts or like mm -hmm. different like, you know, limited edition like things. And like, that's fine and all. And I like their merch. I own one of their T-shirts, but it's just something where like 
they have to remember first and foremost who they are. And so when it comes into bringing something like an NFT, it's kind of just like, just feels like it lost the point completely of like, you guys make sparkling water for a living. Like, give me a break. You know, like yeah, your art has nothing to do with that. It's like just shitty. Like, I don't know. Like it's it from the get. It's so obvious. This thing isn't going to last. It's like, and I think companies putting all their chips into that stuff was like such a bad idea. And so many companies just. Yeah. Personally, I'm very anti NFT and everyone who is like an NFT connoisseur um will will say something along the lines of like oh like it's the they, they talk about how revolutionary it is and especially in the art world and like look i my mind can totally change but that being said so many people talk about nfts in the art world as being this like revolutionary thing and then you see companies like you see galleries or art institutions that are literally just taking the nfts putting them on a monitor and then just hanging the monitor up as if it were a piece of art. And I'm like, okay, that's it fine. Sucks. But that is no different than a painting that's on the wall. Like, yeah. how could you not see that it's the same fucking thing? Yeah. And it's or, just, I mean, I'll yeah. be honest with you. I think it's a great way to uh, play with your money and avoid paying taxes and trying <laughs> to write things off. Like, I totally get it. But like, it's just not, anything new the only thing that you're doing is just making it virtual and then hanging that on the wall yeah it sucks i hate them and i hate ai and that's my final thoughts <laughs> so okay uh anto and peter do you have anything that you would like to plug anything at all well uh, uh not really the uh in I don't know when yet. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I will be on a uh, TV show with, who I cannot disclose. Um, I don't know if I can actually. I don't know if that's a thing. But uh, I'm just not going to do it for the safety of my own. Uh, just check on Peter's IMDb like every day until something shows up. Yeah, something will show up, and you'll see, and you'll be like, "Oh, that's cool." Um, but it is. A, it's a good. It's like a big thing. So yeah, no, yeah. it's a big congratulations. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a big thing. But I, I don't, I don't know the specifics because it's like one of those things where it's like super secret, and I'm not like a big part of it anyway. But it's like, I get, I, I get to say a minute. But uh, Peter is starring as San Pellegrino in the San yeah. Pellegrino television. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. Pellegrino. I'm Stan Pellegrino. I, that's Stan why I'm Pellegrino. Bald, yeah. and they got they needed another baldy. Um, and then I also did uh. I directed and wrote a short film called We Have Rats that we just wrapped on. So that will be coming out soon. Um, we most likely are going to release it on YouTube, um, but I'm not sure exactly about that either. So check I have Peter, check Peter's IMDb for that. I, I have very vague plugs, but, you know, because I don't know. But, uh, you know, look out for that if you if you want to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Anto, Peter, thank you for returning to the SeltzerCast. This is a great conversation. Thank you. Both two fascinating beverages pitted against each other, but San Pellegrino, the very clear winner. So, yeah. San Pellegrino. All right, everybody. Uh, we will see you. Um, just a, a little notes. I believe SeltzerCast is skipping a week. Uh, if you're listening to this on the release date of May 3rd, the next episode will be May 17th. So we will see you then. Thank you, everybody. This has been the Seltzercast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music. 
Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Koffer for the art. Thank you to Super Yaki for sponsoring the SeltzerCast. Be sure to follow our Twitter, at SeltzerCast, and our Instagram, which is Seltzer.Cast. See you next week.